0: You're listening to the Elevate Your Brand podcast, where we talk to some of the smartest entrepreneurs and fastest growing brands in the market today. I'm your host, Laurel Mintz, a reformed corporate M&A attorney who founded award-winning LA-based marketing agency, Elevate My Brand. We've elevated some of the world's biggest brands from Facebook, Paw Patrol, and Verizon to innovative startups you haven't even heard of yet. Are you ready to elevate your brand? Keep listening. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Elevate Your Brand. I, of course, am your host, Laurel Mintz, and I'm joined today by the founder and chief queen of operations of (laughs) Sacred Child Beauty, Tiffany Shade. Thank you for joining us today.
1: Hi, Laurel. Thank you for having me. I'm super stoked to be here with you
0: and chat a little bit more. (laughs) I love the chief queen of operations. Tell us what that means and what uh, Sacred Child Beauty is all about. Yes, absolutely.
1: Well, you know, I feel like that women are um, left out so much right now um, in business. And there are a small number of us that are are starting to grow in terms of being entrepreneurs and, and really asserting ourselves out there in the business world, and I I really wanted to celebrate that. So um, instead of being the CEO kind of boring, I'm the chief queen of operations.
0: (laughs) Um, And tell us a little bit more about Sacred Child Beauty, how you created the brand, what it's all about.
1: Yes, absolutely. So Sacred Child Beauty is a cruelty-free, non-toxic cosmetics brand, and know, I make very uh, highly pigmented products. Um, They perform just incredibly. They last all day. They really, my lipstick stays on your lips. The mascara is amazing. And, you know, the brand really is, it's really very personal what the brand's about. It, it, It truly is. It's about, you know, empowering women to step up and um, use their voice and and take their place in the world and being as bold as possible and as beautiful as they feel. And, you know, it really, it's about celebrating the sacred child that is in every woman and every person um, that is deserving of love, color, and, and, and celebration. It came about at a time in my life when I was in a very toxic relationship. And over the years, I had dimmed my voice, quieted my voice, mm. um, and I'd lost it. And I think a lot of us can relate to that. And while at the time I didn't realize how much creating this business was mirroring my life, one of the first products I worked on was my my lipstick. And... Laurel, you you've seen it and tried it, and, and it's oh very, yes,
0: fantastic.
1: Thank you. Uh, it's very bold, right? Very bold colors. And my partner at the time did not like me to wear bold colored lipstick, and mm. I used to wear every color uh, before I met him. My background professionally is cosmetics and and skincare, and so everything was fair game and. Um, I realized, you know, over time as I'm developing this lipstick, it being kind of my form of
0: rebellion and empowerment in my relationship. Mm. Well, that's incredible. Um, I didn't know that part of the story, but it makes sense. And I'm a big, bold lip girl myself. So I just feel like when you're going out and if, even if you're not feeling your best, if you put on that pop of color, it really just changes your whole vibe and energy and how people respond to you in a room as well. So I think there's something that's really so empowering about a bold, power color lip. At what point as you were on this journey, did you realize I need to end this relationship and really focus on my business? It sounds like this was very, very much a catalyst for you to do that.
1: It really was. You know, it took me a long time to make that change in my life. I have a son. And so I was very, very centered around him and making sure that it was going to, gonna, he was going to be okay. And what really, really pushed me forward is when I Finally, you know, there were things that were happening and I couldn't, you know, I would take a lot for myself, which we should not do. Right. But we're kind of taught as women to kind of keep going and and push through things. But there were things that were happening where it was just like, yeah, this, this is not no more. I'm done. You know? Yeah. This is
0: totally misaligned. And I see it so clearly now, like sometimes we allow things, like you said, to continue on far too long, but there always becomes, there always comes a breaking point where you're like, okay, now we're done with this.
1: A hundred percent. And really, you know, before that, you know, I'd finally kind of said, you know, Hey universe, I really feel like this is what I'm meant to do. And I'm ready to do whatever it's going to take to move forward. Even if that means the end of some of my relationships in my life, I believe that once you are ready for that. Things happened very quickly and they did.
0: Absolutely. So what would you give as a tip or a tool for someone that might be going through a similar journey and looking to evolve and make a change but might be a little bit too scared to do that at this point?
1: You know, I finding and investing in yourself. So finding the things that you need that are going to give you that push or that confidence to move forward. And and that's not to say that I had all the confidence in the world because I didn't, I I truly did it. I did it scared. I did it, you know, worried about these things, but knowing I I needed to, Um, but I hadn't really invested in myself in terms of personal therapy. And I started investing in myself with a female entrepreneurial group called Feely. That's
0: how we met.
1: (laughs) That's right. And you know, Mm It's so important, as you know, women that we we value ourselves enough to invest in ourselves. I yeah. was just talking to an executive coach that I have invested in myself recently, and you know, these things like really have pushed me forward exponentially. Like every time I invest in myself, like I I win like a million fold.
0: Mm, I love that. So, a couple things I heard from that conversation was investing in yourself is one of the most important and valuable things that you can do. And it sounds like you've really stood up and and said, I'm worth it. And I'm going to spend money on myself and help myself where I know that I need support, coaching, whatever that might look like. That's number one. And the second thing I heard you say, which I think is really going to resonate with our audience is even if you're scared, be scared and do it anyways. Like nobody is a hundred percent. Everyone's faking it. I always tell people that as a uh, a tip, right? Everyone's faking it. So don't let anyone intimidate you. But even if you're scared, go do it anyways, because the other opposite side of that is failing without even trying. And how disappointing would that be? You know,
1: a hundred percent agree with you. And, you know, each step has been scary and, totally. you know, there's times when it continues to be scary, but like you said, like, if you're not gonna even try, you've already, already given in.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, you only get one chance, one life. Let's do this the right way the first time. <laughs> the only time we get, at least in our in our knowledge. I don't know if you believe in reincarnation. I was just talking about that uh, the other day with someone. And they were like, well, I love the idea of it, but I'm not 100% sure. So I'm going to do this life really well. I was like, I love that. <laughs> um, so for people that aren't familiar with uh, Sacred Child Beauty, take us through some of your best sellers and, you know, how you came up with those pigments and all of the, the story behind the brand.
1: Yeah, so I... I- as I said, my background professionally has always been in cosmetics and skincare. I had taken a break uh, an unexpected break as a mother uh, to help my son out. He um, really needed me. He had some, you know, something called sensory processing disorder, which for him looked a lot like ADHD and it just, it, it's kind of when the brain pathways kind of light up and sensory input. And so I wanted to really focus on him to get him into a great place. He's in an awesome place now. And it was really amazing to be able to do that. But what I had just, you know, my life had moved towards a place that was, uh, really being wanting to understand health, wanting to understand how I could help my son wanting. And that led to me becoming a certified holistic health coach. Which introduced wow. me to even thinking about like wow like there are all these toxins in our environment and we never talk about it we never hear about it you know and and now as I did more research I was like wait a minute my cosmetics like you know and my skincare my, my, our skin is our you know the biggest organ organ in our body and none of this is really regulated like what yeah. am I, what am I putting on myself. And so I decided to try to find a, quote unquote, clean uh, lipstick that worked for me. And as I was moving towards wearing bold lipstick again, I went and looked for some bold lipstick and found that I just wasn't finding something like a color that really resonated with me and also that would last a long time. And so lipstick was my first product. And when I started, I had no idea how I was going to do it. And I was so scared. (laughs) Literally Mm -hmm. one question a week and I would go online and find, find the answer. So that's how my, my lipstick, I've got seven shades. I tried, you know, really hard. I was very conscious about making a very inclusive range within these seven shades.
0: I love that. We're going to take a really quick break. We'll be right back. If you're listening to this podcast, it's probably very likely that you've worked with a marketing agency that hasn't really worked out. That's why Elevate My Brand has developed our roadmap to marketing process. We use an extremely data-driven approach to show you exactly what your competitors are doing in the omnichannel space so that we can develop a strategy and tactical approach to success in your marketing. Call us today and let's get mapping. Thanks for staying with us. And if you're just tuning in, I am chatting with Tiffany Shade, founder and chief queen of operations for Sacred Child Beauty. I have to just say, I love the the, the fact that your last name is Shade. Like that is so on brand. I know it was unintentional, but like how hilarious is that? It's like it was meant to be. Yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sure I'm not the only person to have said that, but it's like so on brand. Perfect. I love it. Yeah. Um, so before the break, you were telling us about the different shades that you have built and how intentional you were about finding or creating a clean beauty solution. Um, I think we're in a place in an era where clean beauty is becoming more of the norm, but a lot of it still is underwhelming and ineffective, right? The efficacy of a lot of skincare in, in green beauty is still kind of in process. So what would you say to that? And what, what is your hope for the future of clean and green beauty?
1: Yeah, I agree. You know, it's still in its infancy. And I think that, the other thing to, the first thing to kind of address is that, you know, what is our definition of clean beauty? And, you know, different retailers have different definitions. And so I, I really like to go by Credo Beauty, which is a clean retailer. You know, they really have very high, high standards in terms of ingredients, etc., and what they consider a, a clean product or a clean brand. Whereas some of the other retailers maybe are not as as strict about those ingredients. I think as we, you know, as consumers, as we've become more educated, as we ask those questions that we may not even know we, we need to ask, mm-hmm. we're gonna see real change in terms of how how much brands and, and you know retailers really look at this and also the quality of the products that are coming out. Consumers have got to advocate for that. As an entrepreneur, you know, we just had to hold ourselves to like really, you know, high standards. And as much as we want to rush the process, you know what? You got to slow down and you got to make sure it's right. And you got to put yeah. product out there that you are so proud of. It's like, it's like your other children, if you
0: have <laughs> <one>. <laughs> your other sacred child. Um, yeah. Do you think that this is driven by the consumer or driven by the industry, or is it a little bit of both? Because you you spoke to both sides. What do you think is the main driver?
1: I think it's consumers. I, I think that the, the biggest place where you know, the, quote unquote, the money is, is is what drives the larger companies to make these changes. Us, smaller, like indie brands, like you know, we're really driven by by love. <laughs> And that has goes a long way, but I really think in the in retail in general or, or consumer you know products, it's really driven by consumers and, and what they demand.
0: And what would you say? because I know there's a lot of big consumer brands that are like jumping on the bandwagon and to your point, not really, not really following the guidelines, very much greenwashing. But because they've got so much marketing money and buying power behind, uh, you know, social and et cetera, they are creating these really strong presence with for these new brands that aren't necessarily best in class. Um, do you think that we're going to hit a ceiling where consumers? are so smart that they understand that that's BS and they're gonna take those brands down. I'm just, there's so many brands in this space now. Some are great, some are terrible, and a lot are being driven by the, the top of the funnel kind of consumer products categories. I would love to understand if you have a perspective on what the outcomes are gonna look like or what, you're, what you think is gonna be, you know, in best case scenario when, you know, uh, as this evolves as a category.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I do think that um, I I think that they're going to have to step it up. I think consumers are getting more savvy. uh, So the fact that they they need to look at what's, what's going in there, but they need to ask those questions like, Hey, what, what does this really mean? You know, what does it mean when it says gluten-free on, you know, this, this skincare, like, does that, what does that translate to? Does it really mean anything? you know, I, there's so many. Is astro- that a thing? Is gluten-free
0: skincare a thing? I, this is, I've, I've heard of that one.
1: Yeah. There are some <laughs> that, that put gluten-free on it and I, huh. I have disease. So I'm very like conscious of like, okay, what like, but what does this really mean? Like, I, right. you know, does that really matter? Like, are we, you know, again, it's greenwashing. Um, and, and I think, you know, millennials in particular and Gen Z, like they are not like holding back in terms of like, Calling people out, I, I think that you know it's gonna. There's gonna come a time where these these brands are gonna have to come up with some sort of a you know, kind of come to you know come to Jesus kind a of a green thing. reckoning. Yes, <laughs> exactly, and um, really you know say okay here here we are we're we're making true changes.
0: I love that. And so it sounds like you feel it's consumer driven and specifically generationally driven by the the buying power that Gen Z, millennials and eventually Gen Alpha will have specifically in this category.
1: I absolutely, I do.
0: And what is your perspective because, you know, we've got the marketing side and then we've got the venture side of the business and we see so many celebrity driven skincare brands and I'm so over it frankly. I'm sure you are too, <laughs> Tiffany, cuz it's such BS. I would love to hear your perspective on how that came. Like, why did that explode? Was it a pandemic era thing? And what do you think is going to happen with those kind of BS celebrity driven skincare brands that actually don't deliver?
1: <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, you know, I feel like we're all always kind of enamored with our celebrities, right? Like, um, doesn't matter, you know, what generation we're, we're kind of always looking up to them. I do think that part of it is, you know, pandemic driven, right? Um I, I think that we were all home and we were all, you know, wanting you know we're wanting to feel good, uh paying having more time and paying more attention to celebrities. And also, you know, social media is just such a huge part of our lives now. You know, as far as I, I think there's always probably gonna be like some of these, you know, celebrity driven brands as you're saying that Really are not about the passion of the person, you know. It really is this kind of marketing, um, kind of spin.
0: Yeah, Yeah. totally
1: created. So I think we're always going to have them, but I I do think that consumers are really, I, I, what I see is that they really are questioning, even if it's a celebrity. Uh, Mm. It's come with, you know, even with influencers. Like, you know, it used to be that people really believed in influencers, whatever they said. And people started to question it now. I mean, you're seeing that, you know, we went down to like micro influencers and now it's down to like nano influencers. So it's becoming more of an expectation of consumers that even with these people that are their quote unquote celebrities, that they uh, feel smaller and more authentic about it.
0: Mm, I think that's fair. Do you know what the lipstick effect is?
1: Um, yes, um,
0: I was actually just chatting about this. Um, I've just recently heard about this and I I wanted you to share with our audience because it's such an interesting conversation. Also very much pandemic driven. Yeah, go for it.
1: No, the lipstick effect is that um, when you start seeing in the economy that uh, consumers, women in particular, are buying more lipstick, it's an indication that there's going to be a downturn in the economy because uh, women will start to... uh, you know, spend less and, and pull their finances back a little bit, but they're always, you know, willing to spend a little bit on, on like lipstick to make themselves feel good. That It's that little mini luxury that we all can spend money on no matter where we are in our budget or
0: just economically in general. That's exactly right. It was like, it was literally the one thing that I spent money on other than my skincare during yeah. the pandemic. And I, I just heard the term the other day and I was like, huh. That makes so much sense and also i love that as women we're kind of like leading we're like an indicator of what's to come
1: yes yes it's, it's um you know we, we and we really i love that too because it really says just how much you know i, I don't know i think how much power we actually yeah. have uh, okay. as a group
0: absolutely we're gonna take one more quick break we'll be right back Hi guys. Me again. I wanted to take a quick break to tell you more about our award-winning marketing agency, Elevate My Brand. We're a full-service digital and experiential agency, meaning we do it all, from event management to content creation, branding, web design, and social media. We're a small but scrappy team of both data nerds and quirky creatives, and we're here to make you look good. After this episode, let's chat about how we can elevate your brand and take you to the next level. Thanks for sticking with us, chatting with Tiffany Shade, the founder and chief queen of operations of Sacred Child Beauty. Uh, We were talking a little bit about the lipstick effect prior to the break. I would love for everyone to know, as we are looking at potentially a a recession, where they can find your lipstick should they like to partake in the lipstick effect.
1: Yes. Um. So the best place to go right now is is really our my website, you know, which is uh, www.sacredchildbeauty.com. you dot com. Obviously, we're you know of course on social media. You can find us there on Instagram. We're on TikTok. We're on Facebook. Uh, and then um, all the places, all all those places. So would love to would love to have everyone visit and and try the products out. You're I mean I. I'm telling you, every product I absolutely love. And, you know, I've got, you know, some plumping lip glosses coming out and a mm. Tempted um, lip balm that are coming out as well.
0: Well, I have to say, you were so kind. You sent us like all the products, which was so lovely. And my whole team tried them and everyone loved them. Um, and I love the packaging. The packaging is really interesting and unique and also very green. So if anyone's listening in that is interested in uh, you know checking out a really fantastically pigmented product that's good for the planet and good for your body, make sure you check out check out sacredchildbeauty.com. The other thing I love about the site is you got the pick your um, shade or your shade finder, which is so funny. I did it this morning as I was, like, checking you guys out, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm this girl. This is who I am. This is my cocktail of choice. It's <laughs> such a fun experience.
1: I'm glad you enjoyed that. Yeah, that was really fun, Um, you know, working on that. And it is a fun thing to kind of check out and see, all you know, right, which girl am I and which cocktail, I guess.
0: Yes, I loved it. In the last few minutes that we have left, I always like to shift focus and get a little personal. So let's get into our quick fire. Are you ready? All right. All right. Your first question is, what is the one thing you could not have lived without during the pandemic and you can't say any of your own products?
1: Oh, my goodness. I can't say my own products. Oh, boy. Um, I would have to say uh, a really nice smelling uh, body wash that I, mm. well, I, again, it's not my own product, but I like to mix body washes together and add some essential oils in just to
0: make them feel a little, a little super luxe. Of course you do. You're like a beauty chemist. <laughs> uh, what is your go-to cocktail of choice after a long day?
1: Vodka, soda, two lines. Any particular brand of
0: vodka? Chopin. Oh, fancy. Um, wow. If there was one person listening into the podcast that could change your brand's life forever, who would that person be? Um, I would Jenner. Oh, into mine immediately. <laughs> That's a first, actually. I like that one. Yeah, she is definitely the mother of reinvention and the, has launched so many, so many successful uh, ca- products in this category. Um, yeah. And if you could wave a magic wand and have anything happen for the brand, what would that look like?
1: I, you know, getting into a super major retailer, so we can really... Spread, you know, I really you know, genuinely want to spread this message of empowerment and speaking up and really, you know, anyone that's been told to tone it down in their life, like put on some lipstick and speak your mind, girl.
0: <laughs> put on lipstick and be loud. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last question is, what is your favorite word and why? And this could be a word that comes to mind just in this conversation or something that's had real meaning to you over time.
1: Unlimited. Um, and that is, you know, a word that I've been focusing on for the last little over a year. Uh, it was a word that through, uh, my, one of my mastermind groups that chose to focus on for the year. And it's just reminding myself that there are no limit. We, we put limitations on ourselves. We focus more on our fear versus what is really out there and, Everything is out there. We just have to know that we are worthy of it and go for
0: mm-hmm. it. Well, I usually close with final words of wisdom, but I feel like that was final words of wisdom. I love that. I think you have such a unique perspective and a unique story that you, you it's your lived reality in being silenced and standing up and saying, I'm not going to take this anymore. And I'm going to create products that really empower, um, you know, people to, to live boldly and wear bold colors and enjoy their life. So I'm so uh, grateful to have had you on the show today, Tiffany. Thank you for spending your time with us and for creating such incredible products.
1: Thank you, Laurel. I really am grateful that uh, you had me on and, and that we could talk about something that really means the world to
0: me. Well, thank you again. And thank you to everyone who tuned in. Stay tuned for more from Elevate Your Brand coming up next.